Yes, today is the 7th of January 2019 and this marks the second episode of this year and we are really really super excited to put it up just as we are always excited to put up any episode that we have so far managed to put up. And just to give you a bit of the background on this podcasting, every time that you see that we've managed to put out an episode, I mean, it takes a lot of, uh, just as I mentioned on our thank you note from last year, you know, a lot of support from very many other people. And for you to see us putting up an episode, I mean, it's so natural that we are so excited about that specific episode because we have to get that, you know, we have to get into the mood, we have to get the need, and we also have to get the topic to actually talk about before we put up an episode. Now, for those of you who might have missed from our thank you note, you must have realized that we no longer put up an episode on a daily basis. That's because we used to do that basically just to meet. Uh, we had like a goal. We wanted to meet a number of episodes before the close of the year because having those counts was really so important to the success of this podcast. And now for this new year, what we've decided so far, especially what we have planned for the for the month of January is basically to at least have an episode every week. Or if anything, if things go so well on a week, we might give you like two episodes in a week. But naturally, it will always be one episode per week so that we'll, we'll end up with a total of four episodes per, per month. Now with that, at least, you know, it gives us that time to prepare the data, give you much more quality item. And then of course, you know, do a bit of research. And when you are, whenever we put out an episode, it's something that is really concrete and well-researched and well-recorded as well. So then at least, you know, it becomes more engaging. Just as we mentioned, 2019 is meant for more engaging content. And of course, you know, higher quality kind of voice and all that. So we are so excited for today's episode, just as I already mentioned, and specifically for this episode, we are going to talk about, you know, we're going to talk to the graduates, those who just left university last year, or those of you would be leaving university this year, or those of you like who are leaving high school and maybe you don't have plans to go to the university, maybe you just want to jump into the career field. So this is just something to help you get grounds and exactly understand what happens after university. So for the graduates and those who are planning to join the career world directly after after high school the question is are you prepared to work are you prepared to join the enterprise world are you prepared to join the business world and you know do a lot of things as well at some point of this episode also we are going to talk about you know those who are thinking of like you know even dropping out of university like what are the things that you should actually really really consider before doing that and first we'd like to talk about like what really drives you to have those kind of thoughts and then you once you figure out what the problems are then maybe we'll help you like you know try to solve those problems before you actually move to the next level so then we say that you know these problems that you're having maybe they're just like unavoidable like there's just no way around them so then the only option that you have here is to drop out of university but first, let's talk to the graduates, those who are leaving the university or those who just left the university or those who are just leaving the high school and, you know, getting ready to join the career world. And for the high school students, those who are not planning to go to the university or maybe the system can't allow you to actually go to the university. I'm talking about financial constraints or just a lot of issues that might 
prevent you from going to the university. But as it stands, you know, our raw, very raw advice that we'd ever give any students from the high school level is try as much as possible to actually go and get your undergraduate degrees. And, you know, even if it's possible, advance to your master's because it will reach a point when, like, you know, it will come in quite hand, not only like in your career world, but just for your personal growth. I mean, going to the university get, gives you like a lot of experiences and even it actually prepares you for the career world when you actually get to graduate and join the career world. First of all, it nurtures you into the internship process after which now you get into, you actually get a real job and then of course now that comes with loads and loads of experiences that maybe one day you might actually also put into your own enterprise if you are like, you want to come up or build your own enterprise. That just as you don't know how you manage to be conscious, how you manage to grow and shape this body of yours. That doesn't mean to say that you're not doing it. Equally, you don't know how the universe shines the stars, constellates the constellation, and galactifies the galaxies. You don't know. But that doesn't mean to say that you aren't doing it in just the same way as you're breathing without knowing how you breathe. As a new graduate or just as a student who is leaving high school and planning to go into the career world, you might feel disheartened when searching for your first job. And we understand that finding your first job can be tough, but there's no reason actually to panic. So on this episode, just as I already mentioned, these are just like tips to to guide you on like exactly what you can do to help improve your you know the, the experience of finding your first job and as i mentioned this i would like to highlight that you know these are like just our tips on this so if you find or hear anything that you find inappropriate please do bear with us because you know this is just us giving what we think about this and mainly it's also based from our experience so these are just our raw tips and we hope you find this context useful. So let's just get on with it, shall we? Number one, we do recommend that you get a bit social. Now getting social, this means, you know, getting, growing your network. And normally this happens like online. And that's actually one of the biggest benefits of online platforms or even the social media platforms, because it allows you to get connected and then grow your network. Just, you know, you don't have to fly to a different country to actually meet people from that country. So that is one of the very few positive things about social media. So your online presence, acts as a very great networking tool that can help you get ahead so leverage on your social channels and create a profile that will help you build your list of contacts and connections anna talk a little bit about linkedin as it stands right now linkedin is a very powerful platform that allows you to network create professional brand for yourself and is often sought out by so many job like rather the headhunters so our advice on this is that you set up a profile on LinkedIn irrespective of how much experience you may have. As the saying goes, it's not always about what you know, it's about who you know somehow. That also seems to be like the core of most advancements in the job career level. So I'm not really a big fan of LinkedIn myself. I have to be honest with you. 
actually i used to have a linkedin profile but i took it down but i had my personal reason but as it stands even each company right now if you try to apply for any job if they have like any job portals you will always find that the linkedin profile url is always there and it's always a must fill in so if you lack that linkedin profile you know it's already it's like it's already like reducing your your chances of getting the job because this is what happens when people apply for a job you know they're always like those criteria that every candidate has to meet so for instance if you fail for those candidates who fail to meet all the criteria that's how they actually start the elimination so basically what they do is that they eliminate everyone who doesn't meet all the criteria now once with that they'll always actually end up with actually only 50% of the applicants who are like very keen enough to you know make to fill all the content or those who actually had like for instance LinkedIn profiles to put in place so with that now with the rest of the 50% that's when actually now they move into their next criteria of like nullifying candidates with that you actually notice that if you lack the linkedin profile then you're already falling short you're already being eliminated on the first group of candidates who are going to be nullified for the application process and that of course you know it reduces your chances of getting any job that you apply to and you know what that will be it will bring a lot of you know it will make the process of getting your first job a lot harder than you might think and you know that's the panicking process gets in now moving on to our second item we are calling it comparison trap now this if i put it in a very simple form you know most of times like when you graduate with your fellow classmates you find that you try to do the same things throughout since you study the same course you feel that you should always be in the same field so if you find like one of your best friends in your class applying for a certain job in a certain field then you might find it so easy to actually also do the same so then at least you feel like oh no i'm also i'm not being left behind or anything of that sort here's what we think don't make irrational decisions based on what others want you to do or compare yourself to others during your job search and when i say don't compare yourself or don't make irrational decisions based on what others want to do now if you remember keenly when we talked about you know what your parents sometimes may force you to doing or maybe what they want you to do where you'd find like a student is taking a four-year degree just to impress their parents and then after those four years that's when they actually do something that they love and they're passionate about this is also something that actually happens even after you graduate because now it comes to the job search so the parents want to know where is my son or my daughter working which company is my daughter working in and you know that also helps them become more impressed with you so I, do you really really want to do that job or do you really really want to work in that company or are you doing it because your friends are doing the same thing or are you doing it because it's what your family wants you to do or is it just primarily what you want to do so think about that and you know don't get into that comparison trap now this is a very key item to always remember no one has the same combination of expertise personality and experience and even skills as you because you are unique which is why you must use this uniqueness of yours to your own advantage so make the executive decision and take control of your own career so that is something that you don't want to forget about you are the only you you're the only version of you that is in this world and every decision that you're gonna make 
post university i mean that is gonna be uniquely you remember now at this instance it's now about your own personal growth and it's more of like you're working towards your own family remember you 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 might get married at some point you might have your own kids at some point so think about what exactly you want to do for the rest of your life you know this is your career we are talking about Now, moving on to a very important point here. This point, in a way, it's related to a topic that we were talking about at the introduction. That is where you find somebody deciding to, you know, drop out of university because they have seen better opportunities or they're working on better projects and they actually need some time off. And remember, when you drop out of the university, most of the times your parents might feel or even your family might feel that if you drop out of the university, then that's the end of it all. I mean, I know so many people who dropped out of the university, went and focused on a project that they actually believed in. And the project actually became quite successful and they're still ongoing with it. But at some point in their lives before now, they actually went back and completed their degree because they knew the importance of actually completing your degree at the university. I mean, beside just the idea of creating money and you know being rich and all that i mean having the knowledge having the you know that educational power it also helps you in the process of making good decisions it also makes you it rather helps you become more diverse and you know with that diversity aspect in you you know you become such an open-minded person and with that i mean you can conquer the world so if you already know the tricks and tips of making money and in the business world and all that and then of course you have the power of education i mean that gives you that opportunity to actually even conquer the world called the power of having an open mind now completing a university degree never has and never will guarantee a job it's about applying yourself so your first job may not be your dream job or be related to your degree at all and there's no problem with that why not expand your search there will be plenty of jobs out there for you you know that those jobs that can actually help you gain some transferable skills and support your pursuit in you know achieving your long-term career also there's no harm in exploring different career opportunities until you actually find the job that you love Now, the next item that you're going to talk about, I mean, this is really, really personal to me because I feel like this is very, very important for any person. I mean, even if it's not related with university or generally if it's not related with, you know, just going to school, the process of going to school and learning. So if you're like a graduate, you just completed your university course, your time at the university may have ended. But this shouldn't be an excuse for you to stop learning. You should never, ever stop learning. And actually, the learning process, as they say, it's like a continuous process. It's something that grows with us until the day that we die. It's at that point, even at that point when you're laying on on your bed, like that last moment of your life, you get to learn something before you die. You even get to learn how it feels at that moment. I mean, that's a sad thing to talk about, but... You get what I'm saying. So when applying for a trainee position, you need confirmation that your potential employer will provide you with plenty of support and training that can accelerate your career development. So whenever you are looking for any sort of job opportunities out there, 
be keen look at an employer that will actually give you that opportunity to continue learning you know to grow yourself and that's why you must most of the times you find that I, personally i find it that you know it's better to work in a field that i have no idea exactly what's going on you know what that gives me it gives me the opportunity to actually learn a new thing so if i put this in a very straight and simple way then what i'm trying to say in this instance is that even if you go out there looking for a job i mean you don't need to choose you don't need to be choosy and actually we are going to talk about acquiring experience on our next item but we feel that you should be wary about which places you go to work at and then you might also want to consider like what is the vision of the company that you are joining do they allow do, do they allow you to grow do they actually give you that power to you know even support you and even train you to accelerate your career development so those are things that you might want to think about or even consider before actually choosing a company to work for choosing a job itself that you want to actually you know be involved in after your graduation now finally acquiring experience i mean this is very very important and this is tied with our last point because when you learn to grow when you grow with your career i mean that's what we call now experience no you can carry a an experience that you learned from your previous work you can also carry an experience that you learned from your internship to you know that's what actually would accelerate and most of the times it's also something that would also you know determine whether you're going to get your next job so fast with a very good company or not now we do recognize that finding a full time job may take so much time however if you are given an opportunity to intern always consider it because this is going to give you an opportunity to actually grow it it's going to give you like something to put on your portfolio as an experience that you've got and you know these days most companies actually so interested in you know your experience rather than even your education so your experience is very very key and this is very key cuz you might find someone who has more experience on a, on a field that they never actually even went to school at and then you find this other guy who actually studied that topic in school but they don't have any sort of experience an employer will easily choose the guy with the same experiences rather than the guy who is going to start from zero so whatever the case you might want to consider an internship and doing an internship after completing a bachelor's degree allows you to gain valuable experience and it's a great chance to gain insight into the industry and workplace environment so experience as you already mentioned adds considerable value to your cv that rightly or wrongly may well rival your degree for importance to the potential of employers and now it's time for our music segment this is as we always mention is our way to help you reevaluate the things that we've discussed on the first segment of this podcast but also you know just to give you like you know just an evaluation sometimes you might find it useful to evaluate about life itself or maybe just think about what your purpose is because i think that's really very important so
to the later topic that we promise to talk about like you know dropping out of the university and some of the things that you might want to listen to or even hear somebody talk about before you actually make the big decision so this is that segment of the podcast now you'll realize that hundreds of students consider dropping out of uni every year some aren't getting on with their course and some are just simply missing home and for others it will simply be the realization that you know university was just never for them whatever the reason it's very very important just as i already mentioned to explore all the options before actually making the big decision 
Now, for some students, you know, they try to turn this around by working with the faculty staff to find ways to manage their workload. Because most of the times you might realize that, you know, that decision, even having the thought that you want to drop out of university, it's most of the times you find that it's accelerated by the loads of work that you have to deal with and the pressure that comes with it. So you find that some students actually try to find a work around this. So they try to work with the faculty staff to find a way to manage their work, while some try the counseling to reflect on the cause of their anxiety or even homesickness just to find a reason why they're having that feeling and actually to this i feel like that's one first very important thing that you should consider try to find out why you are feeling like you know university is not really you know my thing or something of that sort others throw themselves into socializing you know joining a variety of clubs and society to meet like-minded people so something just find a reason to continue being at the university while some sometimes it's as simple as just you know realizing what brings you happiness and finding a way to apply this to your new life at the university and these are things that you really want to consider based on which year of study you are and you know what exactly are you studying and then you try to find, figure out like why are you not happy you know that's very important now for this segment we're just going to talk about you know things that you might want to consider first before you actually make the huge decision dropping out can sometimes be the right decision but it's a really really big decision so if you know in your heart that something isn't right we have put together six important things to do before withdrawing from the university or even thinking of withdrawing from the university obviously the thought would always come first before you actually make the move itself so once you have that thought these are few things that you might wanna like you know just ask yourself this thing think about these things and try to figure out these things in your life and then if by the end of it you still stand by you dropping out of university then yeah go for it numero uno speak to the people that know you the best so when you've worked so hard that you've gotten somewhere especially when you've gotten to join a university and most of the times it's actually a very well-renowned university opening up to tell people that your university isn't meeting your expectations it might give you that you know impossible feeling so be brave and tell someone who knows you saying it out loud will clarify your thoughts and create some much needed headspace so by talking to people you trust you can explore possible solutions you know whether it's about persevering with your current situation or changing a course or even changing a university or maybe even choosing a vocational course or maybe an apprentice or just opting to get some job and you know you can take your university part time so then at least you get so many options to think about before you actually make the big decision and now quickly let's move into number two speak to the course leader you remember that leader or rather your lecturer who is at the the head of the course that you're actually studying speak to them so if you are not happy with the course that you're studying try and book an appointment with your personal tutor or maybe your course leader it depends with the university that you are in there has to be somebody who is leading that faculty so you can discuss why you are unhappy and if you are struggling with the course try to explore other options for increased support and you know your counseling department is actually there for you that's the main reason why they are there to offer you 
this kind of support and especially your career advice. Remember, you can also get help with your options around potentially switching courses because that's also a thing to think about before you actually opt out of the university. So if you find like your course is just so boring, maybe think about switching courses before actually thinking about, you know, dropping out of the university. Here's how the stage works. First, you consider changing your university course and secondly, you consider, you know, changing the university itself. So maybe if you're like in the university of, uh, say if you're in Kokola, you're studying in Central University, you might want to think about maybe moving to Uvascular. So then again, you join a university like in Uvascular University. So if I bring this into a very, very local context, depending on the local university that you are in, so maybe you might want to consider joining a different university. Maybe that's a reason. Maybe that's what you actually need to do to like being in the university. And now this is our third item on this seek student advice now this is very much related with our second point so universities and student unions will have like some sort of advice centers on on campus where you can actually go and find out more about your course or just generally getting to know the life at university because remember there's so many people in this world who have gone through the channel of university and they have actually benefited so if you are not benefiting in any way unless there's a reason behind that so first you first try and find the reason why you're not enjoying the university itself so if you are nervous about contacting your personal tutor or course leader head there for support you know these advice centers are run by trained advisors who have huge amounts of experience in helping students in your situation so you'll get advice and help with who to contact next and that's very very important because now you'll feel like you know you're being guided some you come from this person's hands and they actually place you to the right hand so these guys are also the right people to speak to if you're concerned about your general mental health and they'll be able to actually refer you to the university's counseling services if you want to to even give you much more guided and you know support on your current situation so that's one thing to think about always think about getting student advice so there are so many centers if you like these centers in your university i mean just get the courage and just go to the counseling centers and talk to them about your situation they listen to you and actually that's the reason why they're there can you just imagine it they built the whole department just for these kind of situations. So you might want to actually consider going there if you like like the student advice centers in your university. And now let's talk about tuition fees because this is a very important element in this. And the way we want to capture this, sometimes you might realize that tuition fees is, might be the reason why you want to drop out of school. But for some, it may not be the reason. But in all ways, tuition fee has to be talked about in this instance. So don't forget that if you withdraw from the university, you may still have to be paying some sort of, you know, some fees for your university. Depending on when you finish, your tuition fees may be prorated, which means you'll have to pay up for even the, the, the semesters that you've missed out, even though you are no longer studying or even you're no longer in those classes. So your uni's finance team will be able to help you with all the advice you need on outstanding fees. So if there is like some fees that are outstanding, you'll need to arrange for the payments yourself. This isn't something that student finance or another national loan provider will organize on your behalf. Half. So once you withdraw from your university, 
you will need to contact the student finance and confirm that you are no longer at the university. So if you have some sort of a bursary that you are also needed to make sure that you let them know promptly that you no longer need those finances. Because for instance, if you get like some sort of a bursary from NHS or maybe help, I mean, that money will still continue coming in and if it comes in the reductions that goes to the tuition fees goes in straight all the way but by the end of the day you'll have to be paying back this money so any money paid to you once you've withdrawn will need to be repaid back so you have to think about these situations and how you are going to handle this sort of finances once you drop out now this is a very important element to think about so this might not be relevant in other regions now, depending on where you are listening to this from, accommodation contracts, you want to think about those. Now, whether you are just in the uni accommodation or renting through a private landlord, you'll need to check the terms and conditions of your contract. So most rental contracts will be based on academic year or although you might choose to withdraw pathway through the year, you'll be expected to pay a full year's rent. So this is also dependent on where you are based. And of course, you might want to look at your contract just to see exactly what do you currently have in place. And if you are unsure, speak to the accommodation service at your university. Or if you are in the private rental, chat to the student advice center. Some landlords might release you from their contract if you can find someone to take it over. So that's something that you really, really might want to think about before actually making the decision to leave the university because if you don't really consider these items that you're discussing here what that will bring in you might end up you know with so many extra costs that will go in with it and you know that will actually even give you more pressure and even make you regret more why you left the university in the first place so you don't want to leave because of pressure the university and then now you get to meet all this pressure after afterwards so this is something that you really really want to think about before you actually make the move and now you need to think about the student finance in the future so before you withdraw check with your loan provider how this might affect any future applications for student finance this is especially important if you are thinking of applying for a different course at a different university in the next year or so remember what i said you know sometimes you you might think about leaving the uni because the uni that you are currently based in is just not suitable for you and then of course you think of like maybe i'll take a year off and then i'll come back and you know sort this education thing after i've gotten my mind straight and maybe i've gotten enough rest so in that case if you're thinking of coming back to the university you might want to have a chat with your you know your finance provider and figure out whether they'll be able to actually give you the loan when you actually get to resume the university they'll also need to advise you on repayments and when this will begin based on your withdrawal so this is something very important to think about okay now moving on what to do next this is like our final segment of this exactly to help you even you know figure out now what next so if you've taken all the steps that we've just mentioned and you have decided that you're going to withdraw from the university you'll need to confirm everything with the university student advisor who will guide you through the process don't just drop out i mean just don't, don't just leave the university and don't come back let the system know that you're actually leaving and you have your own reasons for leaving and in that case actually they might actually even come in and give you further advice and maybe guide you on exactly what you need to do i need to mention that although every university is different the general process will be that 
you meet with a member of the university and sign a declaration of withdrawal and confirm any outstanding fees or payment. And then you will need to receive a letter confirming your withdrawal, which you will need to send to your student loan provider to confirm that you are no longer at the university. So that process is a bit, you know, it's a bit similar as much as could be a bit different from other university, but the process, because most of times you find that the loan provider is actually common across so many other universities. So these are like really items that you, you might need to think about before actually withdrawing. But I'll go ahead and, you know, reiterate on the point that I said. Sometimes it's actually not it's not the university it's not about being at the you know taking your university course or taking that undergraduate process maybe it's just the university that is not suitable for you i mean that institution itself maybe it's not what is suitable for you so you might think about moving to a different institution and study still the same course so you first before you actually reach the point of actually living i mean think about changing your course Try to imagine yourself studying a different course. Maybe if you are like in computer science, for instance, you might want to think about something artistic. Let me say that way. So you might want to switch to like an arts class. So if it's about the course, you might want to switch like the course. So if that doesn't work for you, then think about switching the university. I mean, switching the institution. Go to a different institution and study the same course. Find if it's friendly enough to allow for your, you know, your needs as a student. And in the case that that doesn't work altogether, that's when now you can have these thoughts of like, you know, dropping out of the university. But very, very important. What comes in? Like, what is next? What do you do next after leaving the university? Do you have an exit plan? What, exactly do you want to do after leaving the university do you have such plans or do you just want to go out there and do nothing i mean even if it's about getting free time to explore and you know discover yourself or discover what your role is in the community it it's still very very important to put into consideration all this before you actually make the move to leave the university and you want to put into considerations all the items that we've discussed on this segment you know what's gonna happen to your finances if you're thinking of coming back to the university what's gonna happen then so yeah that's something to think about before you actually leap out 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 before you actually leap out out Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We hope you found some content that was useful on this. And if you know any of your friends who is thinking of like, you know, leaving the university and such, maybe you might want to recommend for them this episode. So then at least they can know and think about these items. And you will have realized that maybe we didn't cover each and everything that one needs to actually consider. But this was just an overview to help you think about these situations and, you know, evaluate this kind of feelings. So then at least, you know, better you know you get to think about now what happens next what happens after this what happens to these finances that i'm getting what happens to my accommodation and such and even when i go back home what's gonna happen what's my parents and family going to think about are they gonna throw me out and such do i have an exit plan so that kind of a situation and guys we really do appreciate your support i mean if you remember what we said you listening to these episodes is really 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 very important to us i mean that is the biggest support that you can ever offer us and once in a while we'll be giving out some sort of match to go with this we might have some t-shirts or maybe some coasters or just something very supportive just to say that we are very thankful for you know your support so thank you so much and we wish you the best these years you embark on your projects and uh, yeah that's about it see you guys next time cheers adios